welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is January the 30th, and I have Scott here for a Words of Grace podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon. How are you doing, sir? I'm well the 30th of January. I know. We are almost done. Where has this month gone? Gone. It's gone. <laughs> I was talking to someone yesterday, and they we were in a, we were in a, a group, and some were you know older in life, and they've got kids that have moved out of the house, and some with little kids, and one of the guys, the little kids, said, man... Time just flies. I'm looking at my kids. I'm like, where you just grew up overnight. And the guy that was older didn't give us any reassuring words. He said, oh, it moves faster as you get older. It does. It's like oh, it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. It, yeah. it is, you look back, not only where did the last month go, but where did the last year or five years or yeah. 10 years go? Yeah. But yeah, here we are, uh, yeah. January 30th, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good. It's yeah. good. Got stuff to do this year. Yeah, and we are in the book of First Peter. Mm-hmm. What a great book! <laughs> I'm I'm wondering like how many sermons Scott's going to get out of chapter oh, one. Oh, I'm I'm we'll be done. But I think wait, we this is the third sermon, right? Y- yeah, yes. Sunday, and I feel Sunday like was the third. I can tell, and maybe I'm wrong, but at, towards the end of every sermon, I'm like. He's got more in there, and he just doesn't have time. <laughs> setting it up for next week. Yeah. Well, that's true. You you uh, you know you get to these texts, you get to the yeah. end, and you think, okay, I, there's so much more. But it does set up because it flows. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like one sermon can set up another because right. the 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 way the letter is written, it's it's mm-hmm. it just flows. You know, I mean, if you were reading in the Greek language, <clears throat> uh, then this would be like one long sentence, sort of one one right. long thought sentence with. Phrase upon phrase upon phrase, starting, you know, with verse three um, on through, you know, at least verse twelve or so. I mean, right. It just one long sentence. So you, that that's why it it builds on it and yeah, it's wonderful. So yeah, layer. I call it layer upon layer. Yep. Yeah. And you just you just peel them back or, mm-hmm. ever how you want to see it. You peel back the layers or the waves keep coming at mm-hmm. you. It, whatever whatever metaphor you want to use. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So if you will, give us um, a little bit of an overview. We were, um, the, the section that you really focused on was verses 6 through 9. Mm-hmm. 6 was, a, you focused a lot on that, but give us a little bit of an overview from the sermon on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Peter is talking about rejoicing. Mm-hmm. And um, so much, if you look back, there's so much to rejoice about. The previous verses, verses 3 through 5, are about the great mercy of God and that we're born again, that we have an inheritance, that it's kept by God, that we will be kept by God, all this great gospel truth. Mm-hmm. And he says, in this you rejoice. But then you can also see in this re- we, you rejoice as as um, as a, uh, a setup for what's to come because he's going to give you the context that you're rejoicing in this great mercy. And that context is, is uh, various trials and the mm-hmm. testings of faith. So that little phrase, in this you rejoice, mm-hmm. was the phrase that we used to kind of launch into the whole, the whole message, mm-hmm. which was about experiencing joy in the context or the real-life situation of experiencing trials and testings of faith as, mm-hmm. as we are um, sojourners in this world. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that's the, the general idea. And so what did he say about it? He talked about joy in the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. He talked about joy while being in trials. 
Um, he moves into uh, joy in in knowing and loving and believing in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the point being, he's rooting our joy not in a good outcome to our circumstances or the end of our circumstances or really anything about our circumstances. Mm-hmm. He's rooting real joy in God Himself mm-hmm. and who He is and what He has done for us and the salvation that He gives to us. Mm-hmm. So the Christian life is that. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's prayerful, thoughtful, mm-hmm. um, watchful about, uh, mm-hmm. about walking through this life with the tensions, but resting our hope in God and yeah. finding joy. Great. And, um, you know, I want to give a small plug because I know the words of grace this past week, you, you quoted Elizabeth Elliot mm-hmm. and we've talked a lot about Elizabeth around here. I'm reading a biography and we've just talked about some things and man, I couldn't help get her out of my head just because she went through so many trials in mm-hmm. this life and mm-hmm. someone that spoke to joy in the midst of trials I mean, that was always in her writing. That was always on her lips. So uh, very helpful to read even some of what she's experienced and how to keep her eyes focused on Jesus. Very much what we talked about on Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we can talk about her just a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and I, I did include a, a quote from a book I'm reading mm-hmm. by Elizabeth Elliot in my last Friday's uh, Words of Grace writing to the church. And the, the thing that's so interesting about her... Um, you know, she she's no longer on this earth. She died right. just a few years ago. I don't remember exactly when, but a few years ago she mm-hmm. died. And um, but but she lived, you know, in our lifetime basically. Um, yeah. You know, the last half of the twentieth century, and then mm-hmm. you know the first twenty years or so of of this century. So she she's what we would call a contemporary. Yeah. At the same time, she thought and wrote, um, maybe more like a generation or two previous to her yeah uh, and what I mean by that is she she wrote very realistically she wrote about the realities of life she mm-hmm. was a realist but she wrote about the promises of God she wrote from her her um, her knowledge and her prayer and her experience of the Bible and of biblical truth mm-hmm. uh, she wrote about God's purposes to conform us to Christ and she wrote about the means of suffering uh, to do that and faith. And so she wrote like some, like, like we don't talk today. Right. Um, because we, we just use other language yeah. and, um, we, we talk more about, um, not so much what God is doing within us, but, but, um, how we overcome our, our problems and our issues and what mm-hmm. we might do in our own strength to do that. And, and she had a different view yeah. Of God's activity and God's sovereignty. And mm-hmm. um, I find it refreshing. I find it realistic. I find mm-hmm. it biblical. And so, yes, on this passage, First Peter, uh, it's understandable why reading mm-hmm. this would remind you of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's actually what I, the question I want to ask today, because I think one of the things that I pulled from her journal entries is that she grieved the trials that she went through. Mm-hmm. Like she was wrestling whatever she was going through and you could list a, a lot of them that she dealt with the, the death of her husband she did a lot of translation work and had a lot of trials in the midst of that but she really wrestled in it mm-hmm. um and it was hard it was painful so you know if you look at verse six scott he mm-hmm. he says in there you know 
He says, in, in this, you know, you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. So mm-hmm. you see two words in the same verse, mm-hmm. rejoice and grieved. Hmm. So we've been, the word that I have come to think about as we've been in First Peter is the word tension. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about it in the first part of First Peter, we are... Um, you know, sojourners on this earth, and so there's there's a level of tension of being a Christian in the world. And then I thought of this other tension, which mm-hmm. is when we're in trials, there is it's painful and it's hard, and there is grief in some of those trials. But then we're called to joy or mm-hmm. to rejoicing. And I look at those two words and I think, okay, if I'm grieving, then it's probably absent of joy. Yeah. If I'm rejoicing, then it's probably absent of grief. But how? But Peter's saying they're both in there. Yeah. So how is that possible that there's grief, which you just talked about, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Ellet being a realist, like mm-hmm. this is hard, this is painful, <clears throat> but yet rejoicing. Yeah. How is that possible? Well, that's a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit yeah. is how it's possible. Um, it is it is the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart of the believer uh, with the Word of God and the promises of God doing things that we don't find in our own natural selves uh, mm-hmm. being able to do. Right. And that is face life, feel life, experience life on a human level. And then <clears throat> without being superhuman, mm-hmm. also, though, have a supernatural understanding given by the by the holy spirit in the word an understanding of something that is greater bigger mm-hmm. more final um, than our our trials yeah and our and our struggles and the hardships of life mm-hmm. and so having that that aware and well first of all what is that mm-hmm. well it's the mercy of god yeah the first verses of first peter um that there is our our joy and then it, it is also the realization that what we're experiencing now is only for a little while. Okay. Which in this context means it's not eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may last in this life, but this life is not eternal. Mm-hmm. The, the, this life, we will die. Yeah. Uh, and it's also uh, the realization that God is actually working in these mm-hmm. trials. He's doing something. Yeah. He's conforming us to the image of Christ. He's, he's changing us in these trials. He's refining our faith so that it is, uh, it is pure and, and a faith that is more precious than gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, um, because it's not final and it's only for a little while, that speaks to the future salvation that awaits us. Okay. Um, so all that, you know, is what the Holy Spirit uses mm. Uh, as as we are as we are thinking and praying and meditating, he uses that to give us a bedrock joy that can coexist with grief, but is actually it actually gets us through grief. Yeah. So that means it's not a mere human emotion. Yeah. It's 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 more of a mental state. It's more of an awareness of a reality and a truth, mm. so that even though we're walking in this world with trial and the grief of trials. Uh, we we say something deeper. We say, I will walk forward. I will trust God. I will entrust to God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I will submit to God. I will be faithful because, because I have a joy underneath all this mm-hmm. that tells me it will be worth it mm-hmm. to keep trusting God. Mm-hmm. 
So human, the human emotion of grief and trial and, and the spirit-given joy that sustains us in that grief and moves us forward can exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what verse 6 is actually affirming. Yeah. You're rejoicing in this, even though you've been grieved by various trials, and they will continue to be grieved. Right. You are rejoicing in mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, I don't know how else to explain it except yeah. to just yeah. live it. Well, and so that was going to be my next question, but you've already mentioned it. And I may ask if you th- can think of any more, but where do we, what promises or phrases or thoughts that you can think of as you're being grieved by trials mm-hmm. where you can place your hope? But you've already kind of mentioned it, right? You've said, okay, the, the mercy of God, mm-hmm. the, which is the gospel, that's, as I think about that, that's something permanent that can't change. My trial can't change that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going through a trial, I'm hearing you say, Justin, you place your hope on the gospel and the mercy of God. It doesn't matter what you go through. That's constant. Mm-hmm. It won't change. Okay, yeah. there you go. The The idea of that the trials are temporary. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can hang my hat on that, so to speak. Okay, mm-hmm. I can know that this is temporary. There is a future salvation mm-hmm. awaiting me. And then Third speaks to purpose. I heard I hear you say, mm-hmm. "He is refining me. Yeah. He want the goal of God in my life is to make me more and more like Jesus. So, mm-hmm. to trust. Okay, I don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit's reminding me through the Word. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make you more like me, and mm-hmm. that's my goal here. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else that you can think of that you run to in trials where you can? Uh, have rejoicing or have joy besides those three? Anything that you think of? Well, you know, I mean, yes, promises in the Bible and um, and prayer and people and, and gathering people in my life and sharing burdens with them. And But, you know, he closes here with focusing on Christ. Yeah. He says, um, and Peter is, is, Peter will do this all through, all through this letter. Mm-hmm. He will be putting Jesus before us, He'll, you know. Suffering, he puts Christ before us in his suffering. Mm-hmm. Entrusting our souls to God, he put Christ before us yep. in in uh, his entrusting. Submitting to God, he put Christ before us in submitting to God. He's always putting Jesus before us. Mm-hmm. And so we always have to be thinking about, about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you're talking, I'll throw this out, and I don't want to take up a whole lot more time, but I'll throw this out. I'm thinking of maybe something back to Elizabeth Elliot, back, back even further than that to great uh, Christians who persevered and were faithful in the past, or back even further than that to First Peter, mm-hmm. and back even further than that to the Old Testament saints mentioned in Hebrews 11. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that on Sunday. The mentality was, was different. Hmm. Um, the mentality of a pilgrim is a, is a slow, progressing, plodding walk. Mm-hmm. Um, our mentality is a quick click. Yeah. Give me the result. Right. Get me there now. Yeah. Think of it as, um, you know, the difference in actually clearing a path. Yeah. With a hand tool and clicking on uh, an image. And, and virtually walking down a path. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the people who know God, and I mentioned Packer, J.I. Packer on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is what he talks about, uh, that, that long view, that realistic view. 
People who know God are people who actually live with a hand tool. Right. You know, um, an axe. Yeah. A shovel, a machete. Mm-hmm. They live with a. They live with hand tools, and they clear paths, and they walk, and they progress, ploddingly and slowly, and 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 with great with mm-hmm. great endurance and effort. Yeah, those are people who know God. Mm-hmm. People who don't and who get frustrated, like me sometimes, mm-hmm. we have a mentality of why can't I just click and do this virtually? Yeah. You don't. You can't live the Christian life virtually. Yeah. You must live it really. It right. must be experienced in real time and mm-hmm. space with flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And just that perspective, I think, would would help us in our day mm-hmm. become more like the faithful saints yeah. of old. Yeah. And just that coming out of my mouth, I'm mm-hmm. very well aware that many of us just don't have any interest in that. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why would we want to be like people of old? Yeah. And the only reason I can think of is because in the Bible they were commended for their faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hebrews 11. Yeah. They were commended for their faith. Yep. And, and, uh, so it doesn't mean we can't. It doesn't mean, Oh, we live in a culture where we, nobody mm. can be like, no, we can be like that. Yeah. We can. Yeah. We just have to realize what it takes. Mm-hmm. It, it it takes prayer and faithfulness mm-hmm. and perspective mm-hmm. and grounding our lives in God and following Christ in his suffering and submission and the the, the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just the, the 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 old school Bible stuff yeah. that Peter is laying out before us mm-hmm. yeah. is a good path to mm-hmm. take. Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, as you just mentioned pilgrim and just having the long view and understanding that it's a, it's a long process. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been, this is a side note, but just listening to these podcasts about these survival stories of people that were in tense mm. places. But even in that place, like in order to survive that moment, mm-hmm. they had to, as they're thinking of that long view of like, okay, how am I going to get out of this situation and live? They, they couldn't think necessarily quick fix. They had mm-hmm. to think long view. Mm-hmm. But in the long view, they had to do just the next right the thing. The next right thing. So it's, right. okay, well, today I've got to get water to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And my long view is survival. Mm-hmm. But it was just one step in front of the other when yeah. they thought, I've got to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. It's yeah. like, okay, today my goal is to find water. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we'll get to the next place. Mm-hmm. But my long view is to be home with my family in survival. But it was this, you're right, it was this long view, and it's just very much like our own life. Yeah, and if we could stay there with your, with your, uh, your illustration, <clears throat> if you're watching that on a video, mm-hmm. you, what, you, what you don't have are these things. You, you don't have the, the time element. Right. You watch in a 30-minute a, a video yeah. what what may have been eight plus months or there whatever. you go eight yeah. months okay so you don't you don't have the time element uh you don't have the spatial element yeah you know you're, you're sitting in a chair with heat and air and food a pizza probably <laughs> and you're watching this yeah. person right who who is in a different place there's there's the temperature's mm-hmm. different it's either hot or cold they're outdoors there's there's rain there's wind you see experience we're back to it mm-hmm. um you don't have the struggle. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one thing to just to, to watch a person take a hike. It's another thing to actually hike. Right. People who hike twist ankles and, mm-hmm. you know, hurt themselves and get scratched up by briars and yeah. sweat and smell bad. And you see, so the point being that, as we said on Sunday, Spurgeon, he talked about faith has to be experienced. Yeah. And so the, the point being, the Christian life is to be lived. Yeah. It's not to be watched. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's not a game. Right. It has to be lived in the real stuff, time and, and, and place and elements of, mm-hmm. of real living. Yeah. And then our faith is, is refined and made pure and we see God mm-hmm. and, and uh, we carry on. Yeah. Uh, in in faithfulness to him, which will be rewarded, as we saw on Sunday. Right. It will be rewarded. We will mm-hmm. share in the praise and the honor and the glory of Christ. Yeah. Well, great sermon on Sunday and a lot to think about in our own lives as we walk as pilgrims mm-hmm. on this planet. Mm-hmm. So look forward to another Sunday this upcoming Sunday yep. back in First Peter. That's right. All right. Thanks. Thanks.